to another episode of Caffeine and High Hopes. If you've been following along, make sure that you have subscribed on Apple Podcasts, that you've rated and reviewed, and are following along on Instagram at Caffeine and High Hopes. So this week, I'm talking to a local woman who is back in the peace country doing amazing things. She creates intentional, meaningful jewelry for dreamers, lovers, and healers, is a crystal and stone guru, and has a green thumb that I'm very envious of. Um, I wear her pieces daily, so I'm extra excited to have her on here to talk about all of her amazing products. So welcome, Siobhan. Hi. Um, okay, so tell us quickly before we start, like, what is it... What is it you do? How old you are? Like, it was a quick rundown. So, I am 22 years old. Okay. Um, I'm originally from Manning. I started off doing really simple wire wraps, Mm -hmm. but my focus was always on natural stones and enhancing natural stones, making them wearable. Mm -hmm. And from that, it grew into bracelets, into silversmithing. And now we're kind of adding a... Autumn Jade Studio home line with the plants and a few other things that are going to be released this year. So so exciting. Um, Okay. So before we dive right in, did you like, did you always see this as what you wanted to do? So I definitely didn't. Um, I always wanted to be like a hairstylist or like (laughs) cosmetologist. And then I was more like, well, maybe I will own a clothing line or like just owning something. And so then when I started looking into gemstones and stuff, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, this is it. I actually, uh, I was in Edmonton one time visiting my grandparents Mm -hmm. and I met up with a friend and her boyfriend was wearing this really wild necklace and it was a Moldavite necklace. And he started telling me all this stuff Mm -hmm. about it. And I really hope he's not listening because I looked at it and I thought, I could make that much better. I could put a pretty spin on that. And literally the next day, my grandma gave me a Michaels coupon and I went and bought like my first set of pliers, some super cheap wire. Yeah, and you did it all. Yeah, that's how it started. I love that. Um, Okay, so, but then like, how did you get into like like the ring making and stuff like is that self-taught so or did you I am a hundred percent self-taught really yeah Amazing. so I have found I learn really well by looking at a photo mm-hmm. or up something I can hold in my hand and dissecting it oh, okay. I won't take it apart because yeah. who knows if I can get it back together yeah. <laughs> That's fair. but um the wire wrapping was a little easier for me because it's very go with the flow right. After about a year of wire wrapping, I purchased, I saved up, purchased mm-hmm. my starter set of silversmithing tools, oh, and I was so terrified <laughs> of using a torch that I sat on yeah. them for two years and I did not touch them. Oh my God. Yeah. So <laughs> when I moved out to my first apartment, my landlord, I, it was upstairs in a shop. <laughs> oh my God. And like, I don't mean like a store shop. I yeah. mean like, like a, a truck shop. shop. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was actually, I did the um, evenings for the Manning Strays shop. Okay. And I worked at Gigi's grooming room full time. So oh, it just okay. like really flowed when yeah. I moved in, right? I, yeah. Me and my boss got along great. But the owner had a welding table downstairs. Oh, okay. And he made fun of me because I was so terrified. <laughs> and he said, take this welding table here is your space you don't have to do it upstairs everything's concrete and tin right the only thing you're gonna light on fire is yourself oh my god and I was like (laughs) okay no pressure (laughs) I will try um so I made I jump in with both feet and Mm -hmm. I thought I'm not going to waste my time practicing on copper I'm gonna go straight to silver oh god so I really wasted a lot of money do not recommend (laughs) Um, and I made some really ugly pieces that I still have to this day. (laughs) But that's good. It's a good reminder. And I can't put the rings on my fingers because they're so sharp. (laughs) But from that, I kind of learned what I started off 
teaching myself what not to do. Yeah. Which yeah. I do not recommend. But I yeah. also you learn from it though. There's nowhere in Canada really to teach yourself to teach well, you something like this. And that's where I was curious about it because I'm like, where would you have gone? No, around here um, to learn it? there's one place I think in Ontario that I found mm. that was outrageous. Yeah. And for a 16 year old, was really ugh, yeah. out of the cards. Yeah. Um, there is a place in Nashville that I've been looking into for Ooh. goldsmithing because that's be like cool. my next step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got into silversmithing because I wanted to make engagement rings. Oh my God. That would so be so amazing. That's my goal. I love it. Um, my next step is wax carving. Ooh. But for right now, I'm sticking with the silversmithing. Okay. But silver is endless. I highly well, encourage yeah. anyone who's been thinking about it. Yeah. Take the plunge. Do it. Um, look up some YouTube videos. Well, gonna, yeah, there might was... be some better ones. There was nothing on when I started. Yeah. So, like, what did you I use as, like, literally the, or just played around with it? Looked up how to solder and then I had uh, my landlord who had the welding table was a welder and I was like will you teach me the basics of welding yeah um and he was like no (laughs) (laughs) he's like no you're way too clumsy I'm not doing that (laughs) but he was like okay so this is how you make sure your solder flows this is how you do this this is how you do that okay so valuable stuff yes very valuable and then from there I did very simple like stacking rings yeah Bless the people who bought my first pieces. <laughs> I want to do like they a huge, huge you. shout out yeah. um, to Tanya because if she's listening to this, <laughs> she was my very first custom. She That's got amazing. a raw opal ring. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I'm happy she was happy with it. Yeah. But, Are you happy with oh, it? Oh, no. Yeah. No, I literally called her and I said, if you don't want it, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you can say no. You can say no. It oh. will not offend me. She thankfully loved it. Oh, okay. Um, And from there, I have honestly had the most unreal support from mm. like Manning and the Peace Country. Isn't that It nice has though? been absolutely unreal. Yes. Like, I was talking with that with another person and how. So many people around here are so good with like rallying behind a local person doing something and supporting them. Like it's incredible. Like the communities in itself are just they're I think they're so excited to see people doing that kind of stuff. A hundred percent. And I think they're so excited to see people do it and stay. Yes. And keep yes. it in and the not, community. Not just start and then like move to Edmonton and be yes. like yeah, yeah, like me. Yeah. <laughs> you came back. You came back. We'll get there. Um Okay, there. Well, before I get to these questions, I want give us kind of a history then of Autumn Jade Studio and like because you started it in Manning, correct? And yes, then, yeah, I so started kinda... in Manning mm-hmm. as uh, Angel Aura Creations. Okay. Yeah. I figured there was another name, but I'm like I can't remember. There were a few other names. Okay. So, um, I started out a really just absorbing information on crystals like Mm -hmm. that was my very like that was my push behind it right I wanted to share the information on stones which definitely hasn't changed no that's still there um it has grown but I do really love making jewelry yeah um but I did start as angel aura creations Mm -hmm. because angel aura stones were my favorite and I just loved them so I started that uh, it was just wire wraps. Mm-hmm. I really didn't start focusing on bracelets till about two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, so maybe a little then. more mm-hmm. because I just really didn't have... No one was interested in gemstone bracelets. They wanted diffusers, yeah. and I refused to make plain diffusers. Yeah. I, everything I do, I want... I want to be in love with everything I, I do. Say, you want it to be pretty and have some flair and yes. not just be boring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So then, but then you had a storefront. Yeah. Yes. So after Angel or Creations, mm-hmm. I tried this little, when I moved out on my own, I really had a hard time sticking to my business because I was working full time. Yeah. Um, loved my job. Yeah. Like poured my heart, heart and soul into it. Like mm-hmm. you can't. You're crazy if you don't love working with animals. Yes. And 
Um, I really loved that. And for a little while, I thought that was going to 100% be my life. Mm -hmm. And then I picked up the silversmithing after a break. um, And I tried out like Wisteria Lane jewelry. My grandma told me it sounded way too much like sex in the city. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I don't know if she'll remember, but she did. And so then I sat down and I thought, okay, what can I call it that Mm -hmm. I like Mm -hmm. that's personal and that I'm not going to want to change in a couple years because I like changing stuff. Yeah. Well, it's fun. It's exciting. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So Autumn Jade is actually my middle name. Okay. And um, on my dad's side, the boys all have the middle name Jude. And so they, my middle name ended up being Jade as the opposite of Jude. So I really connect Jade with my Papa Patty. Yeah. He was like, okay, both my grandparents, because they're both going to listen to this, are my favorite. (laughs) Uh, She loves you all equally. Yes, I love you equally. (laughs) But um, my Papa is a very huge inspiration mm-hmm. for me yeah like he's very he moved here from ireland with nothing oh, wow hey. he like just works his way through life mm-hmm. one of the nicest people ever yeah and just has inspired me a lot so i stuck with that because i would never get tired of it right right yeah and studio came because i knew i wasn't ever gonna just stick to jewelry right I knew out. that, yeah. so I kept it at studio because, like, kind of, well, not really. Like, you can everything. encompass a yes. lot into that. Yeah, it's kind of like a good umbrella. Full yeah. Of stuff. So then I opened the store mm-hmm. front in Manning. Yep. And I was way too lazy to come up with another name, <laughs> and it was focusing on bringing things to Manning that we didn't have, yes. and helping local artisans get their <laughs> name out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you had quite a few different things in there. Yeah, I had a ton of stuff. Yeah. So I actually, I started out just wanting to be like Manning Peace River Grimshaw. Right. I just wanted people from that area. Mm-hmm. And then I started having a real outpour of people interested in it. Mm-hmm. So what I couldn't find local, I extended. Right. But I always made sure to ask local people first because right. there's lots yes. of people where they don't see the uh, there's any value for them being in yeah. a store yeah and then there's also people who can't commit to stocking a store right that's right yeah so it it was really fun i really miss it yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i I'm really like... really miss it um but being in peace river you know I love having the freedom of mm-hmm. working with the mint yes. and dropping my stuff off yes, there. Absolutely. That being said, I also still work with a shop in Manning. It's Talk mm-hmm. of the Town. And oh, yes, they carry my that. jewelry. Yep. And it's just awesome having some store owners that are committed to carrying mm-hmm. my stuff, yep. putting up with me, <laughs> and I'm really sure um, staying true to what my brand is. Yes. And sure. it really leaves me with the freedom to expand on what I have, create mm-hmm. new things, take on way more customs. Well, yeah. Way more. When I had the store, it was really hard because I couldn't accept a lot of customs because I was at the store yeah. 24-7. So that's kind of, it was kind of a good, as much as you enjoyed it, like by branching away from that, you were able to do yeah, so much more. Yeah, it took because I was local and I grew up in Manning, mm-hmm. I found a lot of people expected me to cater. Yes. Right? Yeah. So not that I didn't enjoy that. I loved doing well, out-of-hour do shopping. Stuff. Like, yes. I offered out-of-hour shopping, yeah. and it was some of the funnest times yeah. ever because it was, like, this little group of shoppers, mm-hmm. and, of course, most times I knew them personally. Yes. So yeah. we'd have, like, an awesome visit. Yeah. They'd spend their money. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, and fun. it was fun, right? Yeah. But, you know, stocking shelves, keeping stock, cleaning, to... keeping everything fresh. Yeah. I wasn't at home a lot. Mm-hmm. You and I have two big dogs yeah. that lots of people are really scared of because they're bully yeah. breeds. Yeah. So there was lots of times where people felt uncomfortable with them in the store. Oh, okay. So I, which I ended up feeling bad bringing my dogs to work with me. But also, 
you don't want to leave my I'm home. Not because right, my boyfriend yeah. worked full time. Yeah, yeah. There and our schedules were so staggered mm-hmm. that we did not have time together at home ever. Yeah. He would bring me lunch at work. We'd have lunch. <laughs> Each other on the He'd leave before I got up in the morning and get home before I got yeah. off. Yeah. Right. That's tough. So that was the really tough part for me. So then, because then you moved to Edmonton. Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. you did you kind of keep things going while you were there? I like... kept things going online. Right. I found it. Like, I still had a lot of support from mm-hmm. Manning. Mm-hmm. Um, the markets there were phenomenal. Yeah. But I really lacked the personal interaction. That's what makes it. Because everything was online, right? Yeah. The customers that like I looked forward to getting yeah. to see at markets <laughs> yeah. and getting to visit with weren't there anymore. It was only online interaction. I have to say a few of them made the trip to Edmonton Did to come they? get stuff, Aww. which really made my heart just explode oh, yeah. and made me feel so loved and important. And I added a lot of amazing customers. Mm -hmm. But branching into that um, and never living in a city before Mm -hmm. was very difficult for me. And I found myself using the fact that I was working from home as an excuse to stay home 24-7 and never leave my house. Yeah, you kind of get into that like hermit mode a little bit. Yes. And we kind of made the decision like we want to – settle down mm-hmm. place roots yes. soon yeah. right yeah and we were kind of like okay do we want what's more beneficial for us doing yes. it here mm-hmm. or um finding another small space place right. right yeah well smaller so we settled on something smaller we looked around edmonton because mm-hmm. let me tell you it's real nice having the <laughs> convenience of being near edmonton no doubt so so nice and then, like, we looked into Grimshaw, Berwyn, mm-hmm. that area. We looked into Manning again. And then we ended up finding a rental here in Peace River. Yep. So we've only been living been, in Peace yeah. River since the start of January. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. not long at all. No. Uh, we were in Berwyn for a little bit. Yes. Yeah. And... I like that more than I thought. Let me say, it is nice. It's a nice little town. I thought, hmm. Like, that's where I grew up. It's very small. Well, my dad lives there, so I grew up there a little bit. Um, But I enjoyed it lots. I don't think a lot of people realize that it's really nice. It's so quiet. And because it's part of the Ducks Unlimited, like, Mm -hmm. bird reserve, I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's the correct wording. There are some cool birds. <laughs> there is. There I is have never been a bird fan. Yeah. I do not like them. <laughs> uh, I will 100% confidently say I don't like birds. But there were some pretty ones. I enjoyed yeah, it. and it's kind of nice. Yeah. Like, and and then, like, you feel like you're almost, like, in the country, even though you're in a Yeah, and you're town-ish. in, like, a little town. Everyone yeah. knows you. Mm-hmm. Right? It really reminded – it made – after living in Edmonton, it really – made me feel at home having, like, going to the post office and having them know my name, right? And then moving into Peace River was really easy. Well, yeah. Right? It was so easy because I've done so many markets here. Yes. Uh, I have to say most of my customer base is here. Well, I was just going to ask. No matter where I've lived, a large percentage of my customer base Mm -hmm. has been Peace River. Which is awesome. So it makes sense to be Yeah. So it was really nice. And then getting back into the flow of markets here Mm -hmm. was really nice because I got to see so many people I haven't seen in forever. And then just having that, like, social interaction and stuff. Oh, yeah. It is, besides actually creating my product, Mm -hmm. the social interaction with my customers is my favorite thing. Yeah. Because to me... They're not my customers. Well, they're yeah. not my fans. Like it's, it's more just like we're friends. And we are friends, together. right? You yeah. see me at a market, you give me a hug, yeah. you update me on your life, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah. And it's genuine connections. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of neat because, like, with the stuff that you're making, like, you know that it's making a difference for them, whether it's just... Yeah, and they're comfortable enough to be like, hey, Siobhan, yeah. this isn't working for me. Yeah. Um, or... You will not believe this. You will not believe, right? (laughs) Yeah. Right? And I just, I could not ask for more amazing customers. Yeah. Which is, that's like the whole point of it. 
Um, okay, well, take us through what's the creative process then for each piece? Like, kind of, I mean, we kind of touched on, like, the silversmithing stuff, but, like, especially for bracelets and things like that, like... So, when you are learning to silversmith, Mm -hmm. everything you look up will tell you you have to draw it out. And I think I might be the odd one where I look at a stone, Mm -hmm. and I will honestly just sit there and look at it, (laughs) and... I'll formulate my plan in my head because mm-hmm. usually I will look at it and be like, that needs to be this. Yeah. Like I know You'll the know setting right away. Yeah. And then as I make it, I will tweak. Right. I feel so bad for my um, customs or mm-hmm. people who order customs because I, I don't draw stuff out. Yeah. So when I do, I'm like, so this is it. It looks really ugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I promise it'll look yeah, good. It'll look I like, my mom and my auntie are phenomenal artists. Oh, okay. Like, they are amazing. Yeah. I draw a real ugly stick man. <laughs> can't draw a circle. Which, whatever. Can't draw a straight line. You can make nice Right? Stuff. I can make pretty jewelry. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> so I really just formulate it in my head, and then as I go, I'll tweak it. Okay. As I go, I'll add stuff, I'll subtract stuff, and mm. I'll tweak it. But that's for the silversmithing. For... Wire wraps, I go off the shape of the stone. Right, yeah. So my wire wraps all depend on what stone I'm wrapping. Yeah. And then my bracelets, I'm a very symmetrical person. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's why most of my designs are one stone or two, but usually they are very symmetrical. Yes, which I can appreciate. Yeah. I like that. (laughs) I'm really, whenever I'm, I do bracelet workshops. Yeah. And people make such cool pieces mm-hmm. that I would never, you ever, do. ever even, it wouldn't even cross my mind mm-hmm. because it it's not symmetrical. So I wouldn't yep. think of it. And if I did it, I would think it was ugly. Yep. If you did it, mm-hmm. I could look at it and be like, that's gorgeous. Yes. Right. I could because appreciate it. And you know what? I could even maybe be like, oh. I might wear that, right? Yes. But because I'm making it, and as makers, we're always mm-hmm. a little hard on ourselves. Yeah. I'm like, mm. <laughs> no, thank yeah, you. We can't do this if it's not yeah. That's funny. Um, but then, like, do you ever specifically seek out, like, you know, you have kind of a vision in your mind, and you're like, okay, I need stones to make this. Like, do you ever? Find yes. That? Yeah. So I will get ideas of what stone I want to work mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And I will be like, okay, so then most of my time is spent hunting down stones, honestly. Right. Yeah, because uh, you order them online, right? Yeah, now that I'm back here, I yeah. have to do a lot of online ordering, yeah. which really sucks. Yeah. I'll be 100% honest. Mm-hmm. Um, the one lady that I really trust for um, jewelry cabochons mm-hmm. is going on maternity leave. Oh, no. So I can't. Or she was my number one supplier for Labradorite, which is oh, okay. the hardest thing to order online, even it if it's is. 100% natural, because you can manipulate Labradorite with light mm-hmm. so easily. Gotcha. So I can see a picture and be like, that is stunning. I am going to order it, and I will get it, and it will oh, have no, no flash at no. all. That's how wildly it can be manipulated. Yeah. It can have a full color on the picture and it will have no flash. Um, Except like maybe upside down, sideways, at a really weird angle. You'd never ever see it in your life. And um, she was my main supplier for that. So I've been having a lot of custom orders for Labradorite that has been sending me on wild goose chases. Yes. So I've tried, I always do a sample order and I highly recommend anyone shopping online does a very small sample order Mm -hmm. to not only see the quality of the stone, to experience that seller or shop's integrity and how they handle if anything goes wrong. Cause you Mm -hmm. never want to place like a $500 order order and have stuff go missing or just something break. Right. Right. Or have stuff show up that's not anything what you think. And then realize that it's very subpar customer service. Yeah. So I highly recommend do a really minimum order Um, even for me, you can order a stone from my website yeah. for like three dollars. <laughs> if you don't trust me, yeah, highly recommend ordering the cheapest thing that yeah. you want. You, you know. don't want yeah. that you know you're comfortable with, yeah. and see the quality. Yeah, right. And then you can kind of yeah make your decision. And that's how I do my stone shopping. So <laughs> that's funny. So would you? Because my next question was, what do you find is the most difficult 
part of your okay. job would I guess I wouldn't that play say into it, it or is there other No, because okay. that is something I enjoy. Okay. I I will never get tired of looking through stones. I guess, yeah. It's hit and miss. But then it's also a learning experience, right? I have to say the hardest part of my job is marketing and social media. I'm like, even my website design, Mm -hmm. because I tend to self-teach myself. (laughs) Which kudos to you. Yeah, I really sometimes get myself stuck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So, um the social media is a real hard thing for me because mm-hmm. I like... But you do so well at it. Uh, like, I have um, Kelsey Somerville yes. here in Peace River who helps me a lot with the photos. Which, they're beautiful. Yes, she yes. does a phenomenal job. Yeah. And that has helped me out a lot, let me say. It, it has taken the stress of having to take a nice photo. Mm-hmm. I can now take photos that I want to take. Yes. And that really translates to all of my social media because mm-hmm. you see more quality photos. I'm not feeling pressured to oh, take photos. Yeah. So you end up with way more quality. And then you can create your content. Yes. And I can create what Kelsey doesn't help me with at my mm-hmm. own pace. Yes, that's true. Which, let me say, <laughs> highly recommend for all the other entrepreneurs. It has made a huge difference yeah. for me. Well, and it helps. Like, I know even just having her in here – she was kind of like, we're going to take pictures of all this stuff and then you can create these kinds of posts with it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that takes all the guesswork out of it. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, it's so much nicer that way. Um, okay. So then where we already talked kind of about like your favorite part and stuff, but where do you find like your inspiration to create? Because there's got to be days when you don't feel like creating or. So on days that I don't feel like creating, I don't. Okay. Like I give my, I have learned to give myself that space. Don't force it. Because when I force it, there have been days where I have melted $500 of silver because I forced it. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, my head's just not in it. And when you're working with fire, (laughs) it's really easy to mess up. Yeah. Really, really easy. And it's really easy to get discouraged when you mess up. Because when you mess up, You're you cost yourself yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So when I am not feeling inspired, I, a lot of the time, will not make myself do anything. I might just mm-hmm. have a chill day. Yep. Hang out with my dogs. Take a nice reset. bath. Right? Yep. Do a full reset. And if I'm feeling, like, I always make myself do something, though. So mm-hmm. if I'm not, because I work from home right now, right. Uh, if I'm not doing jewelry, I'm doing something plant-related, or I'm yes. psychotically cleaning my house. <laughs> like you're, you're being productive. <laughs> right? Or yeah. I'm, if I'm not creating, maybe I'll sit down and I will work on social media posts, I'll right. work on so the blog posts. Something. Right, I'll be doing something because my have... jobs really never end. That's true. Well, I was just going to say, because you're, like, you're doing more blog posts and stuff now, which is awesome. Yes, I'm really trying to focus on educating people mm-hmm. a lot. And then the blog's kind of fun because I review some things that I like. And as yes. I try new stuff, um, if I don't like it, I'm sure you guys will hear about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm really trying this year to focus on education on stones mm-hmm. because it's becoming such a hot trend oh, big that time. when I started, there really weren't too many fakes. And the ones yeah. that were fake were visibly fake. You could tell. Yeah. And now it is crazy. Mm-hmm. It is so crazy. Like, yeah. there are times where I order beads and you guys don't get to see this part right. because 50% of them are fake. So I donate them to daycares and uh, stuff because okay. yeah. I refuse well, to, to use them and then right? charge for them. Like that. Yeah. And yeah. it's better off used somewhere else. Yeah. Right. That's and right. it's really hard now because it's such a hot trend. Mm-hmm. Michael's is selling stuff yes. falsely. Yes. Uh, even Himalayan salt lamps at Michael's don't do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to unbox that sucker and check and make sure that it is certified because it's probably not real but the other issue is lots of them aren't certified and then you have a fire hazard yeah so just being aware of stuff and then 
I guess it kind of ties into too because the more you educate your audience, it's going to correlate into what you're offering. Yes, and I love sharing information. I love when people ask me questions. Yeah. Like, I really enjoy that. I really enjoy people who are interested and who are wanting to learn and who I can Mm -hmm. share what I know with. Well, and it's even handy, too, because then they can also understand, like, okay, like, I could use rose quartz for this, or I could do this, and then then they can kind of formulate, okay, well, I want something that's made with that now. Yeah, and it really helps them decide, do I want that? Yeah. Do I want that? Rather than it just being like, oh, that looks pretty, I want it. It's just like, now I know the meaning behind it. Yeah. And they can, yeah, make kind of better decisions, I guess. Yeah. Um... Okay, so my next question is, have you ever had any moments of, like, self-doubt, whether that's with your creating, your business, um, anything that kind of ties into there? And if you have, how did you pull yourself out of that? Well, 100%. <laughs> uh, I hate, I I hate to say it because I'm so, like, don't doubt yourself. Right. But, but I happens. have a lot of self-doubt. Yeah. Like, even, like, every time I have a slow month, I'm like, mm. do I continue? Right. Should I continue? And there's like, always going to be ebb and flows. Like, you're never going to Well, that's the thing. And I think as, um, I've been doing it for seven, well, almost eight years. Oh, yeah. 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 I yeah. started when I was 15. Yeah. Right? Amazing. Like, um. When I say started, I mean I started selling. Like, right. I started making a little before that. Yeah. So, it's really hard for me because people look at me and they're like, you're only 22, you're doing great. Exactly. Um, and they don't know that there's been this many years behind Yeah, there's it. been so many years behind it. There's yeah. been so many super high highs and super low mm-hmm. lows. Like, even last year when we moved back and even, like... um the start of this year mm-hmm. I was really questioning myself yeah because it was really hard financially mm-hmm. really really hard it, you've been doing this like full-time I've been doing for... this full-time for a while now yeah yeah so I mean three when years for sure yeah so um I think a little more but for sure three yeah and so it was really hard last year yeah last year I did um, my app, just markets alone. I did thirty percent of what I did the year before. Oh wow! Hey. Yeah, and I yeah. did the same markets. Yeah, and that's I just compare it on the same markets. Right. Yeah. So it really shows the issues mm-hmm. that are happening in our community, yeah. and um, it was really hard. There were a oh, lot yeah, of, of markets. I be. went home. Like, it was a good market. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed the market mm-hmm. 100%. But the sales But I went home it. so disappointed, questioning myself. And that's hard. And there's been such an influx in people doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of them do an awesome job. Of course. And then yeah. lots of people need to educate themselves yes and i think that's kind of what sets you apart though is like you can and that's a big reason why i want to share because i think lots of people start making Mm -hmm. but they don't educate themselves no and through no fault of their own they're doing something they want to do yeah right but i think when you start delving into self-help stuff you really need to educate yourself well and that's where it's nice because you know I could go to you and be like, hey, like, these are things I deal with. Or, like, you know, I have a lot of anxiety and stuff. And you could be like, well, you know what? This stone would be good for that or whatever. Yeah, and I always encourage people, if you're not pulled to my stuff, yes, feel free to ask me questions and purchase elsewhere. Because yeah. I would rather you ha- make an informed decision. Yes. I don't care where you, you buy it. Yeah. I just don't want you coming back and asking me if something's fake and having it be fake. Yeah. Because that has happened a lot. The last two years, there's been such an influx in it. And it's really hard to tell someone who's excited about their new piece Mm -hmm. or new stone that it's not what they thought it was. Yeah. Well, especially when people are putting money into it. Well, and especially when they're buying it to improve themselves. Yeah. Not just the money aspect. Yeah. When they're buying it for, when they are intentionally buying it Mm -hmm. for a reason. Yeah. Then it's really hard to yeah. tell someone that no, yeah. it's not what you thought it was. Yeah, I'm so that sorry. That would be 
Um, okay, but going, we kind of got off topic. How did you overcome? Oh, so I really try to focus on what do I want my life to be? If I, so like in January, I passed out resumes all month. Mm -hmm. I got declined all month. (laughs) Um, And that was really hard for me. Well, yeah. Like I've never been rejected like that. Yeah. I want, like when I, every job I've gotten, I've walked in. Yeah. Asked for a job, visited, and got it. Yeah. Right? And that, it was something that I think I needed to overcome Mm -hmm. because I had never experienced that rejection before. It really kicked me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But then I stopped and I was like, what do I want my life to be? Do I want want to go back to work full time and lose what I'm doing right now and have Mm -hmm. to go back to creating with my one hour of spare time that I can either enjoy with friends and family Mm -hmm. or like, you know, go on a walk with my dogs. Right. Yeah. And just enjoy doing whatever I wanted. And then going to work full time and having to come home and work on customs or whatever. Cause I don't want my dream to die. Right. Yeah. So I said, I kind of like put it out there. I said, okay, if something comes around, that like I'll love it it'll come to me. Right. And yeah. you know, a part time job, mm-hmm. doing something I love, it'll come to me. Yeah. And until then I will keep trying to have the confidence in myself. Yes. <laughs> and doing what I'm doing. Yes. Well, and that's the thing, like you kinda just gotta tell yourself, like, this is I enjoy doing this, it's going well, like we're just gonna keep just keep going. Yeah. And I think being self-employed is hard because you have to go out there and hustle you for do. your money. You do. Honestly, you don't have... You don't have a guaranteed That fallback of the guaranteed two-week yeah. or monthly paycheck. Yes. You have to go out and hustle. And if it's not there, you got to make it. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta... and, and you're not like, if you want X amount in a month, like you have to go out and do yeah. it. Like it's not just like, I'm going to you know, sit around here and there and Well, and I think lots of people, even friends and family, Mm -hmm. I really think they're like, oh, she gets to sit at home. She gets to do whatever the heck she wants. And it's it's like, well, I get to sit at home and it is nice. Right. But I do have a strict schedule. Yes. That I force myself to stick to because otherwise – yeah, I would numb. be sitting on the yes. couch binging Netflix, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But then I also wouldn't be able to live, well, right? I wouldn't yeah. be able to afford to live. Yeah, no, yeah. And the thing, too, with that is, because that was actually, wasn't on here, but I was going to ask you, like, how you keep, um, like, on schedule with things throughout the day. Um, I have, throughout my time being self-employed mm-hmm. and doing stuff, I get a lot done when it is sunny out and in the morning. Yes. So when if it's sunny all day, yeah, I have a real good Isn't day. Isn't that funny? I how really that works, do. Hey? So I have learned to set because originally when I first started, mm-hmm. I set my studio up in the basement, right? Because yes. I wanted a guest room and all yeah. this, and I found I hated going to the basement. It, yeah. Oh, it was awful. It had already... a couple of windows, but it was awful. Yeah. So, so then how are you supposed to want to create? I did. Well, that's there. the thing. I didn't want to go down there. Yeah. Um. And then I moved it up to our guest room, Mm -hmm. and it made the world of difference. Yeah. Uh, And then everyone who came to our house was stuck sleeping on the couch. Sucks to (laughs) be them. (laughs) This is my job. Yeah, and then, like, right now, we're renovating our upstairs. So I literally have my workbench set up in our dining room. (laughs) I have a very supportive boyfriend who kind of lets me get away with whatever the heck I want regarding that. So, like, right now, you can't use my front entryway because there is about 400 plants sitting there. I see your picture today. I'm like, oh, my God. And the sad thing is, if you've seen that picture, there's another room in my house full of plants. Oh, God. No, uh, goals. Goals so, goals. right, and I, I'm really lucky to have someone that fully supports me in that aspect. Oh, that makes and is like. Well, he came home and I had everything sprawled across the kitchen because I was in the middle of planting stuff. And I saw the pain in his eyes. Yes. <laughs> and he did, bless his heart, he did not say one word. He was like, oh, how's it going? Looks like you're getting lots done. And I was like, yeah, don't worry, I'm cleaning it up. Yeah, right? it'll be fine. And so uh, he went back to work and he came home and it was all in the 
uh, I cleaned it all up, right? Tucked it away in my yeah. spots. And yeah. I, I visibly saw the relief. <laughs> like, oh, I have a space, oh, right? God, hey. So, yeah, I really try to... I'm really not organized when it comes to mm-hmm. supplies. I lose okay. stuff lots. Oh, so that's my one huge flaw. I lose so, stuff lots. I could, but it's, I mean, it's small pieces and stuff, too. But... Mm, sometimes it's big. Yeah. Like, I'm someone who <laughs> I will lose my wallet in my house 12 times a day if i have somewhere to be i'll do it yeah i don't know how i do it well anything i touch i will lose (laughs) um i'm just lucky enough that it usually pops up real fast Um, because i'm not a mess so it really does pop up fast yeah and i mean if you have like if you have a schedule of stuff too like you can kind of just like yeah my scheduled stuff i'm very good at keeping track of but then if I start on it and then I take a break. Does it take a while to get back into it? Um, it takes a while for me to find it. Because okay. <laughs> I'll set it up. Yeah. Um, because I have this awesome shelving unit. Mm-hmm. And I'll set it somewhere in there. This is usually where stuff goes to get lost. Right. Yeah. It's this phenomenal shelving unit that's built into our house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I set it there. And I'm like, I won't forget it's here. Right? Because I have a bunch yeah. of baskets. <laughs> yeah, I always lose Every it time. there. Anything <laughs> I put there, I lose. Funny God, okay. Well, I don't feel so bad. I mean, I yeah, I'm I'm more of it. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna lose something. It's gonna be my vehicle, and then it's just gone forever. Yeah, no, it's in a black hole. No. Um. Okay. So that kind of well, I mean, that kind of covered my like. How do you balance work life with real life, like home life? Um. What would you give as a piece of advice for someone who wants to start, whether it be like their own kind of jewelry business or just like entrepreneur type thing in general i would say make sure you really love what you're doing um don't try to start something where you're starting out second guessing yourself you really have to love what you're doing otherwise you are going to make it really hard on yourself be confident in it like yeah and don't your confidence will build don't worry if you're lacking but definitely be in love with what you're doing yeah your confidence will build i hated doing markets yeah i was I couldn't talk to people, really? right? I was like this. Isn't that funny how it changes? This weird fifteen-year-old, well, uh, right? Didn't want to like, make eye contact, fair. right? Yeah. And then I did my first big market, mm-hmm. and it was way easier than I expected. And I said, "Siobhan, you did this. You can do. You can do the other yeah. ones." And yeah. that was kind of a turning point for me. But love what you are doing. Don't put time constraints on yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm really guilty of this. Don't compare yourself to other people. Oh, my God. I'm bad with Because that too. I am really awful. I look at even my friends who make, who mm-hmm. I have 100% support for. Yes. And I will be like, you did that in two years, and I've been doing this eight years, and I'm nowhere close to Isn't you. Isn't that? I right? know. And you can't get And into you that can't mindset. do that because they are doing something completely different than you. Yep. And you really have to put your blinders on and focus on you. And, like, someone could be doing something for 10 years and finally have, like, a big break. And have yeah, to you're all on it's... your own yeah. time for your own yes. reason. And my family and friends thought it was a phase. They mm. really didn't take it seriously As at like a all. a full-time job kind of thing. No. Okay. Um, my, my mom was really stressed out. Yeah. My mom was yeah. very, very stressed out. And I think that comes and with the whole, oh, you're going to do, like, you're going to run your own business. Yeah, and my not... friends thought it was a total joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you you do it. Because like, I'll be here not, when you fail, that's right? That's not the norm. And it isn't the norm, and especially doing it so young. I have yes. lots of people that supported me mm-hmm. because I was so young. Yeah. But I had lots of people who thought I was an absolute joke. And even now, mm-hmm. I have had to fight to be heard and I have had to fight I don't want to say a lot harder but I feel like more pressure was on me Mm -hmm. to prove myself as a reliable Mm -hmm. trustworthy resource yes and that you mean business yeah and that I'm not here to play around and being a woman in the rock and gem industry yeah is hard because guys think they can rip you off and there really is a small amount of women and lots of the women are in it because it's a family thing Uh, and honestly 
there are really lots of not nice people. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you would think I've noticed an influx in um, women-owned wholesale businesses because yes. I tend to mainly work with wholesale yes. stone suppliers. Yeah. Um, in the past maybe one and a half, two years, mm-hmm. I've noticed lots of women starting to get into it. But um, I have come across my fair share of men that think – I'm an absolute idiot You're because young I'm young girl, you and know. I'm a woman. Uh, um, number one tip to anyone going to a rock show, do not let anyone know you are looking for anything for their metaphysical properties. Right. Don't ever tell someone that. Yeah. Ever, ever. Because not, take not only will they not take you seriously, mm-hmm. they will try their hardest to rip you off. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you're buying it n- not based on the scientific properties right. and what that is worth. Yeah. You're buying, so they're gonna you it. are more likely to buy it for more because you're basing it on its worth to you mm. and its meaning to you. Which, yeah, but I mean, that's where you have to be savvy. And just yes. Be like, I'm not- you have to educate yourself. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And you have to go in there full confidence yeah. <laughs> and like, barter. I know how much this is worth. Like, yeah. You're not full right. confidence. That's funny. And none of them no will idea. ever judge you for coming in mm-hmm. like very confident and strong and yeah. saying no. Yeah. Then you you do get the respect. Yes. And they know, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't, I can't do Yeah. This I can't mess around with this one. Ugh. That's crazy. I, I would never had... I wouldn't have any ideas. Um, okay. So, do you have any high hopes or goals for the year ahead? Ooh, that is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would really like Autumn Jade Studio to grow to what it was before we left. Yeah. Not having a storefront, mm-hmm. but I would like our sales to grow, and I would like to expand into yep. different retail stores. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, my personal goal Mm -hmm. is to start putting myself in the position to buy a house. Yeah. That is my big personal goal. Yeah. Um, I have two big dogs. Yeah. Um, would love another one. And I've told myself, you can't get another one until (laughs) you own a house house and you have a fenced yard. Yeah. But I really, um, on the flip side of that, I also really want to grow um, the plant business that I've been delving into. Yes. Because I I love plants. Yes, I know. And moving back, there's nothing affordable here. No. There really isn't. Like, I've gone out to buy plants and I've been so disappointed Mm -hmm. because I'm used to the prices in Edmonton. Yeah. And I cannot condone adding a huge amount Mm -hmm. because we are six. Well, Manning would be six hours. Yeah. I don't know how far it is. Like, we're just a little north, right? It's unreal. You can't. No. And then that's why and no it's one so has unfair. Any. I know. And people don't want to start because yes. um, I don't want to buy a $33 plant that's as my first die. plant and kill it. Yeah. And then exactly. I'm never going to want to get a plant again. Yeah. Like, I might have lots of awesome plants now, but mm-hmm. I have killed lots. Well, I Lots know. and lots. And that I comes know. with the territory, yeah. right? I know. So I really want to expand that and be able to offer year-round because mm-hmm. right now I can only offer cuttings that I take right. off of my personal plants. Yeah. And I mean, that takes a little while like to propagate and get them. Well, on. they have to grow. Yes. Then I have to factor in the propagation, which yes. can be like um, two weeks to four months, yeah. right? Yeah. I know. I have one I'm still waiting on. but Yeah, they go at their own time. I know. God, <laughs> you can't rush them. Um, okay. And then to keep with the theme of the podcast is how do you like your coffee? Um, do you drink coffee? I love coffee but i cannot drink coffee black okay yeah no i get that i I can't do it no i love french vanilla creamer but i i love caramel (laughs) but if you are a chocolate lover or mint lover 100 percent recommend the most unhealthiest creamer (laughs) ever um um, 100 percent unhealthy the chocolate mint 
creamer that's supposed to be only like limited the, edition oh, from like delights okay. or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, awful. Yeah. And it will. It's like a dessert. It does. I and know. it's been limited edition for five years. I know. They're never going to take it away. But if you want something better, I really like the caramel nut pods that you sell. Yes. I really they like it. They are good. I was surprised because I'm not a big caramel fan. But then when they came in, I'm like, well, I better try it. And yeah, I was pleasantly See, surprised. See, I'm a picky caramel fan. Yeah. Because I want it to Ooh, taste to like know. caramel. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I actually really like them. Good. Lots and lots. Good. Yeah. I'm out of stock right now. They should be on Thursday. So, <laughs> I can't so come and get one. some. Yeah. Come in on Thursday when it gets here. Race um, me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll plug all your social media, where we can find you, your website. So you can stuff. find me on Facebook and Instagram at Autumn Jade Studio. And then my website is www.autumnjadestudio.com. From there, you can click on our blog because okay, I'm yeah. way too cheap to purchase a blog domain. But if you already have a website. So I just link it there. Yeah, um, You can find it from there. Sweet. It's real pretty. I spent a lot of time on it. The website is very nice. Please go check it out. <laughs> yeah. Everyone go on there. Yes, right now. please. And then my next upcoming events, I have two. Mm -hmm. So March 17th, it's not... Uh, posted yet yep. because I'm really slacking is another workshop with the green goddess oh good yeah so good. limited spaces on that make sure you check out our social medias because that's yep. where it'll be posted okay. and then you can sign up through the link there perfect and then we have a our first two-day plant pop-up it's at mint health and drugs here mm -hmm. in peace river and it is March 20th Okay. One, two, six. Okay. And then March 21st, 10 or 11 to, <laughs> to five. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the morning. Definitely come at 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come, come later. Then I'll be there. Early. Then yeah. I'll definitely be there. <laughs> That's awesome. But, and then, yeah, well, we're planning kind of a little thing. Yes. Wellness. I haven't even announced it yet, but i'm excited for it anyways so <laughs> there's gonna be a few things okay and then to give you guys a little more um incentive to go check everything out you can use the promo code high hopes for 15 percent off at checkout yes okay. and it is all lowercase all lowercase so h-i-g-h-h-o-p-e-s use that <laughs> get a discount go check everything out um, okay, well, thank you. Thank you for this inviting me to visit I mean, with you. I feel like we could just keep <laughs> talking forever. Um, okay, so make sure that you are following along on Instagram and Facebook. Share us to your stories if you're listening. Make sure you subscribed on Apple Podcasts. And you can also follow along my personal Instagram at Danny underscore W. It's spelled out D-O-U-B-L-E-Y-O-U. And if you have any inquiries about being on the podcast, you can email at caffeineandhighhopes at gmail.com. So, yeah, happy listening, and we'll stay in touch. Yeah, thanks for listening to me. I hope you guys <laughs> didn't awesome. find my voice annoying. It went awesome. <laughs> it was so good. Okay, thank you, guys. Have a great day.